December. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. All right. Uh, this O Steve comes to us from Frank Williams. Oh, Steve, who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, hi, Aries and Annie. You guys are at a game of who wants to be a millionaire and see if you can find the theme music to the show. So anyway, Andy is the host and he asks you a question. It's a multiple choice question. Who did Right Hook Ronald get into a fight with at uh, A, Brandon from the UK, uh, B, Louis Anderson, C, his baby mama, or D, Andy? Because he found out he wipes his ass with his hands and then later gave Right Hook some deep dap. Uh, now, you can phone a friend who would like to call, who you would like to call, and you say, I know exactly who I'm going to call, and you say, oh, Steve. Play the music. I'll explain the rest after. I, I don't wipe my ass with my hand. What, what the fuck is wrong with you people? All the listeners out there, I don't wipe. I, I wipe my ass just the way the rest of you do. Toilet paper in your ass. If you're going to say it, say it right. I lather up my hand and when I'm wash. taking a shower and I wash my ass. He said this will only work if you have the music playing in the background. I will try to find it for the link below. But yeah, man, I got to keep watching the game tape. I'm starting to feel like Jordan in the 45. My old Steves haven't been my best, but I'll step my game up. Hopefully we can kick it in, in October. <clears throat> uh, much to your defense, I did not look at the link first. Matter of fact, I didn't even read pre-read this. I just read it right now on the cuff. So maybe if I would have pre-read it, then looked at the uh, the clip, uh, I could have given Steve the proper direction. To... What was the music? Was it the boom? boom I'm not sure. I, I didn't look boom, at the clip. Like boom, like uh, boom, boom, game show. Boom, boom, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. Uh, I might still look at it and see if I could throw it to Steve and have him. Fix it up. I, right. I like it broken like this. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, he said, wipe my ass with my hand. Like, I don't use toilet paper. Like, I just bear. You're a heathen, dude. Doogie it. Bear do. What would you say? Bear doogie in it. Just bear do doogie. Like, like Doogie Hauser. I like yeah. that. Like, bear doogie in it. All right. E. Simon, uh, questions for Samuel L. King. Uh, how you get Coretta to be cool with all them side chicks? Was she down with the threesome? Were y'all swingers? Did you see Jesse uh, Jesse Jackson tag team? I heard you were screwing uh, Mahalia Jackson, Maya Angelou, and Nina Simone. Any truth to that? 
Um, you know, I, <laughs> Simon, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude, uh, and I'm gonna be honest with all of y'all. Uh, Andy and I, because we did the um, the Little Richard episode, which you've heard yesterday. Last week we pre-recorded it. We already had one in the chamber, so we didn't have to do uh, one like we normally do back to back, you know, with the emails. So I got a chance to sleep in really late, um, and fucking, you know, a broad came out uh, to Philly, so we 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 stayed out late, had some drinks, ate some cheesesteaks. I got up this morning, went back to sleep, you know, said goodbye to her. So I'm saying all that to say, man, I'm I'm running on fumes right now. So I don't want to attempt. I, I'm, I'm going to tuck this one away and come back to it for that because I know what you want me to do. And believe me, I want to do it. It's due diligence. Uh, but I know I don't, my, 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 my brain is so separated uh, from anything right now that um, if I try to sit there, try to be creative or funny with that, I'm just going to spew a bunch of nonsense. Uh, so let me come back to that, E. Simon. Yeah, I got something for you though from uh, from uh, Justin from the Bronx, Benny from the Bronx's uh, nephew. Benny uh, from the Bronx, Benny from the Bronx. Yeah, and from the movie Carlitos. I, I just fucking with him. Uh, oh. He sent me this to show you. He said, uh, he "said Aries, uh, when did you cut off your dreads?" Oh, that's funny. <laughs> who the fuck? Who, what? Oh, that's funny. That's a real dude. You got a brother yeah, they're, out there. They're, they're, I'm telling you, man. That's why I believe in in, in life. Uh, maybe there's reincarnation, man. Well, he's alive right now, so you're not reincarnated. You're just sharing the same face. Yeah, there are people out there that, that I remember. Somebody once sent me uh, a clip of some dude from the Middle East looked just like me, dude. You know, there, there are a lot of people be like, dude, you. I, I got a person that of my family looked like you, and I and I've said it before. They don't look nothing like me to the point where I'm insulted. Uh, but then there are people who do actually, I look at and go, God damn, that, that does favor me a little bit. Yeah, he, he was, I thought it was pretty on point. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Michael Schultz. Uh, what's good, a and uh, What's good, brother? It's Mike from Pittsburgh, a.k.a. Goonie. Uh, wrote in a couple times before. I've been listening to the pod, but, uh, pod about NBA players today. Uh, about the NBA I've been listening to the pod about NBA players today could destroy. See what I'm saying, dude? Uh, Michael, $10 a lot of you, nigga. I'm, I'm reading bad because of your penmanship. He got crossed over. He got Oh, there we go. He got his uh, tongue broken, his mind broken, something like that. I am not with it today, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the, this is the fucking. Dude, you, you, we had great shows. Yeah. Did, what did you, did your girl come take it all the way out of you? No, it just it no, it she was a, a portion of it, but between the the late night, the the cheesesteaks, the fucking and listen, I haven't been to Geno's in a gazillion years. You went last night though, right? Yeah, Pat's is my spot. Uh and incidentally, one of the guys that gave me my free cheesesteak yesterday is coming to tonight's show. But I went to Geno's and immediately the dudes there recognized me. So I ended up getting some free shit there. So between the liquor, the cheesesteaks, the pussy. Yeah, man, my 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 brain is icing its knees, nigga. I've had one cheesesteak the whole time I've been here. I stayed on my diet. The the cheesesteak that I had, we we uh Mark and I, Mark is the guy who's been filming the when you see the uh the clips, Mark's been filming them. And we went and did a Gino's Pat's 
taste uh, test. Taste test, and we just split one. We split one each. So he uh, said, "Do you like Geno's better?" Yeah, I thought the steak at Geno's was better this time, but I like the bread at Pat's better. Um, I mean, it's it's all man. If I'm gonna have a cheesesteak from Philly, I really want it to be John's pork sandwich. Uh, Delisandro's or uh, Ishka Bibbles. And they're all different. All three of those are different, but they're all really good. Those are the best, but at 3 o'clock in the morning, y- your choices are Pat's and, and Gino's. And, right. you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning, there's not a better cheesesteak than you pick which one you want, Pat's or Gino's. It don't get better at 3 o'clock in the morning. The this. guy that's coming tonight was like, uh, hey, man, if you want me to bring you and your partner some cheesesteaks tonight, I will. I was just like, as, as, as tempting as that is to not say no, I'm going, I'm not going to eat a cheesesteak before my show. Yeah. And by the time I get to it, it's cold. And that cheese whiz with and it's steak meat, cold is just, nah. Yeah, and you, it, nah. it doesn't heat up. The bread doesn't taste the no. same afterwards. Um, anyway, maybe since uh, he's coming out, I'll give him a hard time because I didn't get any free shit over Pat's. I'll, I'll just... Uh, but you weren't with me. I know, but I'll thank them for, right. for you know, being cool. But fuck them for not getting me cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if they didn't knew... It would have been different if they had came out, saw both of us perform, then the next day. They did day, that to me once, though. Once here when they picked, they picked up your tab, and then they were just like, yeah, go ahead. I was, really? Yeah, when we were ordering. But yeah. they had already seen you? Yeah, we we were at the window at Pat's. Pat's, is, Pat's sometimes is really cool to me. I got a bunch of T-shirts from Pat's and every. Yeah. Uh, but then other times they're like, you know, especially when that that older lady was around. But I hadn't seen, I didn't see her this time. Right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he writes, uh, I've been listening to the pod about NBA players today could destroy if they was in the 90s. I found this video, L-M-A-O-O-O-O-O. They could never. P.S. Can you do me a solid in your Tony Soprano? Can you give me, can you give my beautiful black queen a shout out? Her name is Angela. <clears throat> uh, thank you, bro. And love y'all. Keep grinding. Schultz. What is that? German? German, Dutch. Someone like that. that ain't black, right? Could be today. Right, anything could be today. Schultz, you're fucking dating the fucking shine. Congratulations. I know it feels good when you're spooning her at night and you got your fucking cock in her ass and the fucking cocoa butter up your nostrils. (laughs) I think that's good. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been the Willis Reed that was me coming out the locker room limping. Uh, That's probably the greatest moment of today, and that'll be it. That's funny, though. It's foul, but funny. I love it. Foul, but funny. That should be a T-shirt. Foul, but funny. I'm foul, but funny. That's like, uh, what's my man? I can't remember the name. The black referee in boxing. He always goes, I'm, I'm, I'm fair, but I'm firm. Yeah. I'm fair, but I'm firm. Or I'm firm, but I'm fair. One of those. All right. I'm telling you, man, my brain is <laughs> fucking... Man, nigga. Ugh. I was just thinking that that would be a great, like, a big dick porno star to come into the room and go, and the, the girl's, like, gets nervous, starts crying, and goes, hey, don't worry, I'm firm. Right, but I'm, I'm fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, Yo, you might have it. You might be the guy today, man. Fuck that. Andy gonna hit, the, hit us up for 40. Uh, oh. oh. All right. Uh, Corey Jenkins. Oh. Uh, this is going back. pictures and everything. Uh, Brett Butler, Dark Side of Comedy. What's up, guys? Corey from Vegas here. I'm watching Dark Side of Comedy on Vice. I've seen Aries and Deborah Wilson pop up on certain episodes, like the one with Artie Lang. I just started the next one, and it's a comedian named Brett Butler. Not the Brett Butler y'all are thinking. Uh, now, I remember her from Grace Under Fire sitcom, but never knew her name was Brett Butler. Is she where you got the name from? Uh, peace, guys. No. Uh... I got the name from Rhett Butler. 
who was uh, Clark Gable's character in uh, Gone with the Wind, and I just changed it to Brett. That just happens to be coincidental that yeah, I'm, I'm even having a, oh, yeah, moment in my head. Uh, but no, not at all. I, the voice, I, as I say, comes from uh, John Lovitz when he would see me at the Glam Factory. Ah, here he is. Yes. Uh, and then I just took Brett and, Jay, Brett and changed it to Brett. Um, but her, uh, that, that doc that, that episode, well, that was pretty, it was a decent yeah, episode. It was, it was decent and dark a little yeah. way, a little bit. Uh, G weeks, helium comedy, comedy, comedy is one of those words. We do Sean Connery comedy. All right. Uh, helium Philly nine, two. What's up, ANA? My girl and I just watched your show at Helium Philly last night. It was my second time seeing y'all. First was Be More Comedy Factory in 2021, and her first time. I must say it might have been the greatest live comedy event I've ever been to. She wanted to sit front row, and I was initially nervous about it because I know how you get down, Aries. Um, well, motherfuckers act like uh, sitting front row at my shows. Like, I'm Gallagher. My dick is the watermelon. <laughs> Put <laughs> um, these raincoats on. Get yeah, them all yeah, on. exactly. Uh, like, wouldn't that be some shit if my dick was so massive that when I hit it with the hammer, it shoots nut? <laughs> all right, I think I might have some. Okay, I might feel in my legs. Um, but after a while, I said fuck it and got the ticks. When I saw Andy at the Comedy Factory, the crowd wasn't really receptive to him from the start, and I blame his set turnout on that. But this show was the complete opposite. Andy murdered it from beginning to end all day long. Hence, he puts yeah, all day long. he worked it in. He, he uh, brought yeah. it full circle. He even had some good, quick responses to some light heckles from the crowd. Then the main event. I knew Aries would call us out because I'm a black man with a Filipina girl. We were both dying at the spot-on Pacquiao impression. I'm sure <clears throat> I'll be sure to keep your racial role-play idea in mind. LOL. The two father and son white guys you were messing with was hilarious as well. Uh, they called me Laverne, and I feel bad for that. You had to explain it at the meet and greet after. Shake my head. <clears throat> yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, man, you called me Laverne when my name is so-and-so. I paused and I went, yeah, I did that on purpose. That's where the joke is. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't get the S. You see what I'm saying? You're a regular civilian, nigga. We do this. Jesus. Um, anyway, it was great meeting you both again, and we will be seeing another show sometime in the future. Uh, we forget to mention that we are fans of the podcast at the meet and greet, and I wish I would have had, I wish I, wish I would have said something. It probably would have jogged my memory to give Andy a fist bump instead of a full-on dap. That's on you now. LOL. Either way, it was a great experience for both of us, and we look forward to seeing another show. Much respect, fellas. Gervais. Gervais. Okay, yeah. This is who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Gervais, and I called the nigga Lavelle. Laverne. Yeah, man, let me... Yeah, Gervais, let me... uh, Back up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, we had a lot of people listen to podcasts. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I'm hoping this is the start of something beautiful. On uh, Thursday night when I came out there, like half the audience listened to the fucking podcast. Yeah. You know, I think here's going to be the sign when I think the podcast has truly arrived. 
when either the announcer before he brings you out says something, something, Spears and Steinberg podcast, and you hear people, woo, or when you come out, there's a round of woos. That's how you know I think the, the, the full on fandom has kicked in. I think there'll be more ooh, ooh, oohs. <laughs> more oohs than, than fandom. This moment has been sponsored by white deprecation. Mo Mo Juices. Mo Juices. Random podcast rambles. Hey, ANA, I'm a four-month listener, first-time emailer. If you'll indulge me, I have a few things I wanted to share. First, I freaking love how wide open each podcast is. In any given moment, the topic can change on a dime. The show can go from she was retarded to examining civil unrest to poop on the floor from an experimenting with anal. Speaking of which, I have a new game for you guys. It's called Good Puss, Bad Puss. Obviously, so far I like it. I haven't heard anything about it, but that tickles the eardrum nice. Um, Obviously, it's pure speculative based on tabloid and public record. Example, does Halle Berry have a good puss or a bad pussy? The correct answer would be bad pussy. She can't keep a man. They always get caught cheating on her. Here's another, Jennifer Aniston. Good puss, bad puss. The correct, the correct answer would again be bad puss. Same reason as before. Uh, second is what, re- well, before we jump to that, but then you got to give us what the indication of a good puss is. Because the perception is you go, Halle Berry, Jennifer Aniston, two bad bitches. Automatically the pussy's good. But then you gave examples why it's not. Aha. But then you got to give the flip side. What would make one who you would go bad puss become good puss? You understand? Yeah. Yeah. So you you kind of was a little incomplete there. Like, I'm be honest with you. From the physical look of it and from my taste, Lizzo wouldn't be good puss. But it's probably fan-fucking-tastic. All kind of different... Uh, Elements to that, you know what I mean? <laughs> watermelon, she put mustard on Oreos. Always a watermelon. Yeah, she probably got some great shit. And I've always thought Lizzo was cute in the face. She's just big. And I'm not into big broads. Um, but first of all, there's no such thing as bad puss. I know what you're going for in terms of if it was all that, why would Halle Berry get cheated on? Why would her, why would she not be able to keep a man? Listen, uh, Status of a woman really don't mean too much to a man. You know what I'm saying? The bitch, the, you could be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company and be a billionaire as a woman, and that pussy to us is just no better or no worse than the chick who work at Orange Julius, who's a bad bitch. You know what I mean? Pumping with the hat on. At the end of the day, we don't give a fuck about the status. You know, it's the pussy. Now, if you're talking about some shit where you can benefit or leech off of, of course, the chick from the Fortune 500. But for women, it's the opposite. You know, status on a man means everything. Yeah, he have some good dick, but a nigga with great dick that, you know, work at the gas station versus the nigga with the okay dick that's the Fortune 500 CEO billionaire, the woman cares more about the status than that. Unless I'm wrong, ladies, let me know. I haven't moved since you said this shit about Lizzo. Yeah, I see you. Just, <laughs> it's, I'm petrified. You remain very stoic. I, I, it's an interesting game. I just you left it so incomplete. Yeah, but you took it to a place 
Like, listen, there's nothing wrong. There's, I know there's guys that like big girls like Lizzo, but you made it. Well, that, let me, that let was me, your defining no, no, person me, that you let, went let, to no, for no, this game. Let me take it off for Lizzo. Precious. The chick that plays Precious. I'm sure her pussy's on fire. I'm not saying any. I would of never do it. It just it, it's it just put me into a a place that I wasn't comfortable. But and and here's the other thing though. I I don't agree with his whole setup and and premise. I, I really can't because uh, you said Holly Berry and then you said uh, who who else? Did you say? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston and because she can't uh, her dudes her their dudes have a lot of options. Yes, that, that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're not. Well, I mean, Halle Berry, her, her last man was some dude. I don't know what he does. Never seen him before, but... He was a music... I thought he was a music guy, wasn't he? Is he? Yeah. But, but the, it, I'm just saying that most famous women date other famous men. Yeah. They don't date regular Joes. A famous dude will fuck a regular Joe chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he has... Like I'm saying, he has a lot of options. Um, I, I don't want to throw this uh, relationship into the, into the pits of hell here, but uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce... You you telling me that Beyonce, if Jay Z cheated on her, you mean Beyonce? Cheated. Yeah, cheated. cheated. Does that mean Beyonce has a bad pussy? And he did. But he, I don't think it's bad. No. So look, look, there's really no such thing as bad pussy. I know he's going for based on why would your man leave you if your shit was so great? Because you have why options. Why would he cheat on you? Is it? The, it could be the best pussy in the world. You could come home every day to the best pussy in the world. Exactly. Your girl could do everything you get her, and then that one girl on the street that you have never hit before just looks at you that way, and you go. A man's motive to fuck is is not based on his girl's value. He he loves his girl, but it's sport fishing. Look at this bitch right here. I ain't never caught that. Exactly. I'm telling you, uh, and Aries knows this. As soon as I'm done, I go. I want to go back to the room now. I don't want. I don't want any distractions. I don't want anything to make me go. You know, that's the worst thing. You know, yeah, in a guy's head, you know, it's just a bad idea. Yeah. Like, listen, man. I I used to do. I used to do the joke way back when. I said, listen, man. uh, When a guy can Dutch oven his woman, that's a soldier, man. And she stay. When you can Dutch oven your woman and she laugh with you and like, oh, you nasty. Oh, you play too much. Ew. But she's in the hole with you. She's in the foxhole. We don't want to leave that. That's, that's valuable. I can fart around this bitch and she still love me. So once we solidify that, yo, you wifey, yo. Now, pardon me, wifey. I'm going to go bang this bitch down the street <laughs> I just saw. And I'll be back. I'll be back home to you, the woman I love. Do you, uh, I was, I, I, never mind. It's not even really important. Keep going. Second part is, uh, say, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, you, it's fucked up. You, it's almost like, uh, 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 that scene in Harlem Nights with Della Reese yelling at Red Fox. You done got my mouth all ready for some orange juice and ain't nothing but a swallowing it. But swallow it and shut the fuck up. You know, you done got my mouth all ready for hash, Bennett, and ain't no goddamn hash. Like, nigga, you got our mouths ready for this good game called Good Pussy, Bad Pussy, and you left that shit with a swallow in the container. Second is, what three movies, not porn, have you spent the most time rewinding to take care of business? Uh, He put that in parentheses, and then he, uh, air quotes, and then he put in parentheses, paint the ceiling, waxing the dolphin. Clearly, he's talking about sex. He's talking Uh, about um, jerking off. Is he? Why you say that? Because it's a time that you spent with the movie, it said. 
What movie have you rewound? To take care of business. He's the one jerking off. I would think so, because... I thought he just meant, like, not porn, to, but to have sex with a woman, like, in the background movie. But you think he's talking about jacking off. W- Waxing the Dolphin is uh, that's it's a porn thing. That, no, that's jerking off. A jack off thing. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know Aries that. Aries doesn't jack off. I, I, you that's know. why Aries has so much tension and frustration and aggravation. Because he, no, he doesn't know how to self-release. No, 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 no. <laughs> to the contraire, my friend. I know how to release, but I release in or on a woman. It's not I, don't, I, don't, I don't release on my own stomach. You don't have to do it on your stomach. I'm not doing it anywhere, nigga, unless there's a female involved. Yeah, well... I'm dead. That's that's honestly that's your problem. No, that's not my problem. <laughs> that is not a problem. That is not a problem, nigga. Fuck that. I get pussy like Will Chamberlain, nigga. So no, there's no problems. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> mine would be Original Sin, Angelina Jolie, Body of Evidence with Madonna and Monsters Ball, Halle Berry, all being the underrated versions. Let me stop. I could now. I have never seen. Uh. Angel, original sin. I've never seen evidence. Fucking Madonna. I'm gonna watch a movie with Madonna. Last time I saw Madonna in a movie, I was a little kid and I was Dick Tracy. Um, now, Monsters Ball, I could see. Because that scene with her and Billy Bob, the fuck scene, pretty erotic. I could see a jack-off if I was to jack-off to that. But have you seen Original Sin? I don't think so. And how about evidence with Madonna? No. What movie would you beat off to? It's not porn. You know, um, there's a movie, because he brought up Angelina Jolie, and I remember when this movie came out, I was really, I was a lot younger, obviously. But uh, there was a movie where she's doing, it's it's kind of like a, a movie about a model. It's, right. it's kind of based on a true story. And Angelina Jolie was so hot in this fucking movie. She was, this is Angelina Jolie years ago, before you know, before she was really weird. I'm not saying that she's weird, but before, like, she was portrayed as being very weird in Hollywood. And uh, I kind of want to look it up, but uh, that movie, God, I just wish I could. Gina. I think it was called Gina. Mm. And uh, she, that's that's a good movie. Um, And I just remember, I just, she was, she was topless, I think, in like half the movie. And I'm like, this movie here is the best movie ever made. Um. if I was to jack off, I'm going to tell you off the record, off the podcast, what I really want to say. <laughs> You're not going to say it? No. Okay. But I will substitute it for this. Uh, probably the Three Stooges. I was going to say Barney, just to be a smartass. Barney? Barney. The dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> just, just being a smartass. Just kidding. There is no, I don't think there is a Barney movie. Uh, yeah, I would beat off to the Three Stooges because some of the slaps and the doinks. You know what I mean? I try to time my orgasm to that. Dunk. Just as I come. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. This is a shit show. This is going to be funny. Lastly, Andy has shared in past episodes some funny stories concerning his autistic son. I was wondering if you guys have seen the Netflix original series, Atypical. It's about an 18-year-old functioning autistic kid in high school and all the different scenarios he and his family get into. It's hilarious without making fun of the kid. It stars Jennifer Jason Lee and Michael Rappaport as the parents. All right, boys, peace and love. David 
indie. An indie. I haven't seen it. I want to see it because uh, obviously what it's about. Um, and a lot of people told me to check it out. I just haven't seen it, and I need to. Um, and by the way, I don't. I hope that no one ever thinks I'm making fun of my son when I talk, tell my stories about him. I love that dude, and he just has experiences that are different than other people's, and I love him for it. So uh, in no may, way do I mean that demeaning. And these kids, man, just the fact that they can say, or if they express life how they see it to you. Like most people hold some of that stuff back. They don't, and I love it, man. Mm. Curtis Singleton, <clears throat> Philly Club. Uh, yo, A&A, thoroughly enjoyed the Saturday show. You two are in top form. Aries, you never disappoint. Andy, I've been a fan through the podcast and was looking forward to seeing you on stage, and I'm officially a fan. Keep doing your thing, fellas. Love. Can't wait till y'all come back to Philly. Cocaine Kurt. I like that. Cocaine Kurt. Sound like... Uh, there would be a scene in a video game where Andy comes to shoot you up for selling him bad Coke. GTA Andy shoots up cocaine, Kurt. That's a good name, though. It is. Um, Uriah Young. See, Philly's been so good. Look, it took it out. It took it out of us. We don't have. Yeah, man. You would think we would have more energy, but it it beat us up. What happened, Rod? Hey, yo, she drained my nuts, Mick. Yeah, I tried to go all night long, you know? She put it a 15-rounder. By the third tree round, I was done. That's what happens when you let these dames suck your cock. They pull the juices right underneath you. I know, Mick. I didn't intend for it to happen. What, she uh, sucked the Alfredo from your dick and the marinara from your ass? Oh, Mick, whoa. That's doing a lot, you know? <laughs> See, I wish you would have went with me to the uh, Philly uh, Museum of Art where the Rocky statue is right outside. There's a line for this thing. You would have been doing a half an hour out there of uh, Rocky impersonations. People would have been dying. I don't think so. I think you would have. I, it would I don't have been think so. so fun. Yeah, I listen, in certain circumstances, unless I choose to do so, uh, yeah. I, I'd be wary of the, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be no some, Trick and pony shit. Uh, Dude, but know. the statue's there. I, I've, seen, I've, been, I've, took, I've seen it before. I've taken pictures with it before. Yeah, we had. I ran up the steps. I'm protesting. Fuck that. As much as I love Rocky, put Joe Frazier over there. All right? He Philly. Did, he didn't have a movie. Yeah, but he's a real fucking uh, but that, boxing that's legend. That's what makes it so funny is that Rocky doesn't even exist and he has a statue. He's a white, you know? <laughs> This statue's bronze. Fuck it, it doesn't matter. I'm white, you know? <laughs> Fuck it, yo! But they did move it from the top down to the bottom, which I think is is very funny. Yeah. Uh, Uriah Young killed it in Philly. We'll spread the word. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm telling you. I almost was like, man, maybe we should do this email episode when we're back at our homes. <laughs> I was telling you, I'm on fumes, man. It's going to be a short one. No, it's not going to be a short one. It's going to be an hour. Uh, but uh, I may... There's going to be some singing. There's some DJing in this. No, I, <laughs> I may have to fall in your arms like Michael to Pippen. Uh, <laughs> I got the flu game. This is the flu game. Uh, killed it in Philly. Uh, what's good, fellas? Me and my wife and I saw you in Philly last night. We had an amazing time. After the show, I dapped you both up as I proceeded to buy your T-shirts. It was finally great to connect after listening to the podcast for several years. 
Andy, your self-deprecating jokes were hilarious, but it was a little hard to hear you at times. We were near the back, so perhaps speak a little closer to the mic. Your stories about your sons had us rolling, and your metaphors were solid. Um, Aries, I've seen you before in Philly, but tonight was just a good tonight. But tonight was just a good. $10 a lot of money, you know? Uh, your crowd work is phenomenal, and you had us dying as you poked fun at the guy Cole and his mom in the front. You rapped using DMX's voice and somehow included Cole at the end of the song, which showed sheer brilliance. Before I go, quick question for both, for, for you both, for the both these. Andy, if you had a chance to have a sit-down dinner with three current-day celebrities, who would they be? What would you discuss? Three current-day celebrities today? Yes. Wow. I can help you with two. I can give you two that you would you should be saying. I'm really thinking about this because I have one a lot one, of people. One more, give you a lifeline? No, go ahead. Give me who you think. Bill Murray. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Let's just say Bill Murray. Okay. What would you discuss? Um, if it was Bill Murray, I would discuss his ability not to... He's very famous for when he gets a movie role, he doesn't even accept them. Like, sometimes people don't even know he's showing up. I, I like that he can do... He's been able to move through this industry and still keep who he was and not let the industry run him. It, it's amazing. I don't understand this at all. There's certain people. Uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like another one of those guys. Yeah. That they run the industry. The industry doesn't run them. Yeah. And I don't understand how they, how they pull it off. Yeah. But Bill Murray is exceptional because he's not like this super megastar. I mean, right. he's a star, but he's not a megastar. He's not like, uh, you know, doing billion-dollar movies. Uh, but he was always able to function a little differently through this world. I, I think it's incredible. So that would be an interesting conversation. I still don't know that it is. I when you said fan, I'm thinking political, I'm thinking music. I, there's a lot I mean, of it could be any three you want. Yeah, but I I, it's, I have a hard time and it's not three. I don't know. Uh, I guess, give me a, hey, I want I'll you to do you three. No, 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 he's not asking me. This is your question. He has my own question okay. for me. So let me give you your second one, Paul Giamatti. No. No? No. Really? Yeah, I really like him as an actor. I don't want to meet him because I might not like him after that. I really like him as an actor. Right. Uh, he play, He's a good character actor. He's a good actor, and I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that. So uh, I don't how need about, to. How, I, about, how about somebody musically? Uh, that's what I was thinking. Mick about. Jagger. Yeah, I'd be more interested in Jay Z. Than Mick Jagger? Yeah. Why? Because uh, again, how did you do it? How did you make these decisions? What right. and to take you to these other levels, uh, uh, and probably someone in the arts, someone. Uh, oh, uh, biscuit! Uh, he's dead. I can't. I can't talk to him. If would he was, if he was alive, I would love to talk would, to him. Nothing would be more artistic than if you dug up a dead <laughs> biscuit and you sat him at a table and you talked to him. <laughs> you talked to his corpse. No, I, but I, that's why I was trying to go with people who are, who are alive. There's musicians right. I would like if I could talk to someone, I'd probably talk to John Lennon. I would like to know how he likes his legacy, how it looks now. But if we're talking about current when they're saying alive, Jay Z's very interesting to me, man. I thought I, he's mm. a billion to be the, as successful as he is in the way that he became successful. And and you got to you got to remember though, you know when Jay Z, there was a time when Jay Z was one of the best-selling rap artists, and no one knew who he was outside of the, the hip-hop community. Mm. 
I, very interesting to me. I, I no, you know what would be an athlete? It would be Jordan. <laughs> well, of course, but you know, you can't sit at our table. <laughs> to dinner for two. Uh, like if it was an athlete, it would be Jordan. I think it would. I, I would look at it as uh, what would be the most important. I don't know who it would be the most important, but sports is kind of important. Music is important. Art is important. So somewhere, somewhere, something like if that. If I had dinner with Jay Z, the only question I would have is, nigga, when you gonna cut that shit off your head? See, I like that. That's his. That's his basket look, man. Man, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Even though there's a, there's a lot of comics I love and don't know, like I respect, don't know. I, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't want to put a comic on that level. I, I want to be able to come to a comic as another comic, right. not as that, on that kind of way. So it wouldn't be a comic though, but somewhere in those genres. Aries, if you had a chance to sit down with Lizzo to make amends, would you do it? I'd imagine if recorded and posted, it would go viral and possibly have a positive effect for you both. Anyway, uh, well, um, I don't know that I need to make amends. I think if we're gonna apologize or if there's some tension to be worked out, we could work it out by fucking each other over a better Oreos. You know, um, a better snacks. What if we just fucked on top of a bunch of snacks? See, you can't fuck on a bed of Oreos. And I, and I already can explain to you why you can't do this. Because you don't have Oreos unless there's any milk. <laughs> I keep a gallon of milk next to the bed. <laughs> to every couple of pumps and crunches. Just sip off some milk. You just see, you go, I can't fuck on that. Hey. I need milk with that. <laughs> if we fucked on a bed of snacks, nigga, like snacks, I, well, snacks could be like, well, snacks, whether it's a little Debbie cake or some oatmeal pie or whether it's some M&M's, that's chocolate. So milk still got to go with that. I can see like the, well, I, I can see, uh, who, who's the, who, who's that, the, the one that I, think looks like oh, She-Hulk and you love her. What's her name? Gemma. Gemma. I could see Gemma baking you a bed cake. It's in Aries. I have this plan. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you right here in this cake bed. And you're like, I can't fuck you in a cake bed without some, some oh, no, milk. No, 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 no. I'll fuck her in a cake bed because we're going to create some milk. <laughs> I just think that her, between her vaginal juices and my uh, male mayonnaise, there's going to be plenty of dairy. Dude, you it's it's so funny when you're with Aries and you go to uh you know, go out to eat, or whatever, and you see something that he really likes. And I can see that he really likes like whatever the pastry is or that he would like to get it, but it's like he has to know if he can get milk. Do Otherwise, it, it's a waste it, of you time. You just can't do it. You cannot do it. Eating a pastry without an ice cold glass of milk is have like having a gun with no bullets. It's useless. Have a cup of coffee. Have some coffee. Coffee? Don't do. You, no, 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 no. Listen. That's it. When it comes to temperatures, when it comes to temperatures, here's the proper formula. Now, you want to heat up some apple pie? Wonderful. But you got to wash it down with ice cold milk. You can't eat something like a pastry at room temperature and then put hot liquid on that. That don't go. Dude, Tony Soprano would definitely disagree with you because they're going to have a little bit uh, of a pastry and they're going to have a little espresso. They're going to have a little cappuccino. They don't, oh, I the never fuck heard. A, oh, the fuck a bush. I'll have whatever I want. I never heard Tony Soprano ask for a glass of milk. So I said, I have a glass of fucking milk. You just have whatever you fucking want. It depends on what I'm eating. If I'm eating a cannoli, I'll have a cup of coffee. But if I'm eating some fucking ice cream with fucking hot apple pie at the bottom, it's nice ice cold glass of milk. And none of that fucking... Low fat, uh, almond—it's fucking homosexual milk. <laughs> I drink homogenized. That's straight milk. 
Almond milk. It says fucking nuts in the title. What are you, fucking Ricky Young? All right. <sighs> anyway, looking forward to the next episode. Keep up the comedy strong as always. You be. P.S. Andy Shortbeard. Short Andy Shortbeard is cool and makes you look younger. Yeah, it's 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 the big still ones. like the long beard though. Yeah, yeah. No. long beard's coming back. Please, it was it was a it was a it was a moment. It was a, it was a health check. Seeing Andy with a short beard is like seeing Patrick Ewan play for the Orlando Magic. Mm-mm. Remember that? Yeah, I got a better one for you. Yeah, what? It's like seeing Scottie Pippen with a shaved head. Oh, I think I saw that once. Like completely bald, right? It looks like nuts. Yes, because he had the <laughs> so, fucking with the dog, the bulldog wrinkles in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember when Patrick Ewing also played for the Sonics? Yeah, but that was for only like a year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's weird seeing those. I just I remember the uniform on him. It was he. It wasn't a bad looking uniform on. Him. That's the old. That was the old but, school you know, Sonics. But when you certain players that have, yeah, it's Knicks. Yeah, you're a Nick. That's like seeing Allen Iverson towards the latter part of his career in Detroit. He played for Detroit, Memphis, and fucking Denver. Come on, AI, man. You Philly, baby. All right, let's get off that before uh, Brandon puts a syringe in his arm. What's nice is Brandon picked it up and he put it back down. Right. (laughs) We didn't talk about it long enough for him to actually. Just listen. Tony porn name, porn tape names. Uh, this is Tony. What's up, guys? Thanks for reading my email. It's harder than it looks. Pause to make these names. What do you think of these? Beverly Hills Cock. Uh, been there, done that. Um, World War Skeet with Tom Cruise. Actually, that was uh, Brad Pitt. You're thinking of World War Z. Oh, no. What's the movie Tom Cruise made with Dakota Fanning? I don't know. World Wars. Let's I figure he look. might be right, but how do you like World War Skeet? I, I don't. You don't? It's all, it's all right. It's it's something about the the you know how you say it has to like kind of that rhythm. Yeah, it's okay. not it's not there. World War Skeet. Actually, I think it is, but I don't know. Something is lacking. Malcolm Sex. What is that? What movie is that? Malcolm X. Malcolm Sex. That's not bad. I'm thinking of how. In terms of what you could. You could do with it, yeah. Right. Yeah, maybe that one works. Maybe. Maybe it's obviously the character is yeah. Malcolm X. Yeah. It's a porn dude. And you see him with the bow tie, the shirt, and the jacket, but no pants on. And he. And he fucks chicks like Winnie the Pooh from the from the waist, just the waist. He's got on the shirt, the bow tie, and the jacket. He's got on the Malcolm X glasses. And then she's like, oh my God, you gonna make me come? He always goes, by any means necessary. <laughs> 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 and after he fucks her, he comes on her, but at the same time, he smushes a, a bean by her face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and it's all it all happens within the same action. So picture him 
in a bitch missionary shirt, bow tie, jacket, completely butt naked. I mean, no socks even. Banging her out. And she's like, I'm coming. I'm coming. You gonna make me come? By any means necessary. He pulls out nuts on her face. Foul! Hits in the face with the bean pot. What if it was Malcolm's excess? Excess or XX? Excess, like excess. Like, and he has like a huge dick and he's. There we go. And he's just destroying. Right, Malcolm's excess. But you gotta spell excess with like three X's. Yeah. And it's, it's just. No one, that's, that's his, no one can, it's so large, no one can take it. Right. And he'll fuck you and make you come by any means necessary. necessary. But no yeah. one survives. Right. Because the dick's too big. Right. And then he finally, eventually he has to, I guess, find his own. And, and at the end, when he destroys the pussy, you just cut to uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in the corner somewhere going, I told you he was going to make you come. <laughs> All right, we're in trouble. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, go ahead. All right, broke butt mountain. But those those are kind of been said. But yeah, but I, it's kind of. But there's a funniness to broke yeah, butt. It is. It is funny. But isn't uh, a gay man that destroys your ass so bad? He's a legend. Like you got to be careful about. Don't fuck with. Don't go to broke butt mountain. Like when they go to saddle up their horses, there's just a giant dick in the on the <laughs> on the saddle to say as they ride up broke butt mountain. That's what fuck. That's the porno. The saddles are the are the fuck is the thing. Uh, cocked up with Seth Rogen. Uh, cocked up, like knocked up. Yeah, I know. Cocked up. Yeah. Um, some of these, I, I know what they're trying to do with them, but they right. like I don't see the porno in them. Cocked up would be better. It was a cop movie, uh, a porno cop movie, and the cop copped up, cocked up. But it's this this cop, right? It's, it's fucking prostitutes and then killing them. That's the right, that's right. The, I don't know why, but that's I, copped up, right? Uh, I get it. I, I, I Tropic Comer. No, I don't know. I, Not yeah. really. Uh, Skeet featuring Robert De Niro. Skeet. What is that a playoff of? I don't know. And then uh, Dick Don't Cost a Thing. I like the last one. Dick Don't Cost a Thing? Yeah. It's, it's, mm. is it bothering you? Yeah, it's fucking Thing. annoying. How's that? I think that yeah, that's it. perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, there's this thing, this weird thing, the piece of equipment that Andy and I use. Okay. I think we got it. Picks up radio waves. I think it's this thing that was doing it. Oh. P.S. Your joke about ordering a Popeyes is classic. Now you got to pick up your shides. Nigga, I'm not playing with my dick and Popeyes. Now you got to pick up your sides? Nigga, I'm not playing with my dick and Popeyes. Yeah, I think, Tony, I think you... Uh, I think there's a, I think all these were, were a little bit too much work. And then the last thing or, confirms it. Or some, some not enough. Well, but it's like it was trying too hard. Right. Okay. But I, I like some of the ideas in that one though. Like right. uh, uh we're gonna we're gonna come up with some. Uh Jay Jones, Samuel Jackson movie lines. What's up, AA? I'm listening to the latest episode, and after hearing Aries recite Samuel L. Jackson movie lines as Martin Luther King, these are a few movie lines that I thought of that would be good. 
Incidentally, uh, guys, I really was serious. I'm, as a homework assignment, I'm going to piece together uh, the lines from that scene in Pulp Fiction and end it the way Andy said with the, the big rant, the biblical rant that Sam, Sam Jackson went on as Samuel. And I love that name. What did we say? Samuel L. King, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to piece that together. I might even have uh, our Wizard of Oz, Steve, cut that together in such a way so that it plays as one piece, like a theatrical piece, that instead of hearing me do it, I will do it, pre-record it, give it to Steve, have him piece it together, and then, ladies and gentlemen, ta-da! And then... Uh, uh, maybe you should put that on Patreon, and then uh, we can move it over after or a week or two. Yeah, we could try to do that. Yeah. Give, give these people <clears throat> on Patreon something for their... Uh, for their commitment to uh, our podcast. Shaft! The line is, it's my duty to please that booty. <clears throat> you know, it's my duty <laughs> to please that booty. Told you, booty with Dr. King is just great. A time to kill. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. And that's so funny because that is the opposite of a Dr. King yeah. wish. <clears throat> yes, I believe they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. Snakes on a plane. Enough is enough. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. God damn it. Enough is enough. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> uh, these are just a few, and I'm sure that others will submit some as well. And I hope that I at least have one that is unique. Off topic, I'm glad that I was able to make you both laugh in my last email with the Are You Not Entertained line when talking about porn titles. Hopefully, I get to see you both live again in November when you are at the Ontario Improv. I'll make sure I show you both love and get some merch if I do. Jay. Thank you, Jay. Huh. Xavier Henderson. Yo, man, happy 500th podcast. Are we there yet? At 500? I don't think so. It's coming, no, though. It's coming, though. Uh, what's up, Aries and Andy? Man, y'all made it. 500 pod episodes. Hope y'all keep the madness going. You missed my email about a month ago on your show in Sacramento, and I get it. Some emails take longer than others. Some men are longer than others. I'll see your mother been telling your stories about me again. Uh, longer than others to answer. I'm not going to be on no stand shit. Anyway, just came out of the Equalizer 3. I give it on your rating scale five yo's out of five yo's. My only thing I didn't like, possible spoilers, was that the whole intimidation thing where the mob boss stabs someone in the hand to show they mean business. That shit is getting tired. You even did it. <laughs> you even did it in that chase, in the chase. I think two movies after seeing that, I'm tired of that cliche. I never even thought of that as a cliche, but you are absolutely right. Uh, reading the email, uh, reading email, read, oh, goodness. <laughs> Regarding emailing themes. I felt it has to be earned, and that person has to have the email that stands out, and you, Aries, give it to them. Ronald got his theme because of his story about his trifling-ass girl he had, A.B., because she works in law, Cults because of his weird email in the bathtub, and how you didn't get to his email. 
Either way, they become characters on the email episodes, and it makes the episodes more fun than the Wednesday episodes. Well, that's a take I don't uh, necessarily agree with, but hey, man, it's a take. Real quick, porn titles. Um, Lapperclit. Lapperclit. Or play on Labyrinth. Starring Jennifer Cuntley and David Blomey as the Cock Goblin King. Keep pumping these out. Much love. <laughs> he was, he, he was going to keep going until he got to that punch. Yeah, the Cock Goblin King. Right. What'd you think about uh, Lapperclit? It's all right. It's all right. And Jennifer Cuntley and David Blomey? I think... Da- I think- Cuntley is kind of funny because yeah. it, it goes. Right. But David. Blow me. Yeah. Bowie, blowy, yeah, blow me. Know, but David Blowy. It's good. It's, it, it's there. Like there's, there's, it's there. Right. Uh, Gary Jordan. <clears throat> what the fuck? Hey there, double ANCP. <laughs> Had to come out from behind the trailers like Tony Soprano when he strangled that guy in season one. First off, Andy, what in the Caucasianness is you doing putting cheese on pie? You would be the one to put raisins in a potato salad no. based on that. Aries, your MLK impression needs to become a new segment on a podcast. Pulp Fiction Lines, Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian joint. Oh, let me do that. Oh, let me do that line right there. <clears throat> um, hmm. The Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian joint. Mmm, that's a tasty burger. I ain't ask you a goddamn thing. Yeah, I got it's, it's got to all flow together. But yeah, I like that though. Sorry, I couldn't meet you uh, guys, and uh, sorry I couldn't see you guys in Philly. But I'll catch y'all next time you come to Philly or New Brunswick. GJ from the NJ. P.S. Fuck Brandon from the UK. Cocksucker. And that one guy who was coming for you, Aries. P.P.S. Andy, I'll send you some washcloths. You can keep the washcloths, especially. I'm not. Got to know where they've been. <laughs> Telling you, man, brand new for you. Brand new for you. Every time, then. Every time. Yeah, this is disposable. So, so if I get you some brand new, high, high I need, quality, I need, a, I need a subscription. Martha Stewart. <laughs> you'll use it once and throw it yeah, out. Throw it out. It has to have a subscription. Damn. This guy. Uh, Christopher Reed on Bended Knee. What's up, fellas? I hope y'all, uh, I hope you both are well. Okay, here goes. This is probably one of the most important emails I've ever written. That, my friend, is not an exaggeration. Uh, I've been with my queen for five years now. When people ask how long we've been together, I always say we've been together for 19 years. I'm 26 and she's 25. I met her when I was in second grade and she was in the first. Goddamn. She came straight from Nigeria, spear in hand, when she was the, at the tender age of three. Our moms were best friends, so we were pra- so we practically grew up together. You spelled you said so we we practically grew up together. Maybe he's from France. He just said Nigerian. I know, but maybe he's from France. Oh, okay. So we we we. Ah, we 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 with my PP. <laughs> Uh, if you recall the show Family Matters, Steve Urkel always had an eye for Laura Winslow, even at a young age. My girl absolutely despises when I say this, but I call our situation the reverse Urkel. She was Urkel, always chasing after me and confessing her true feelings every chance she got. And I was Laura, always rejecting her advances and putting her in the friend zone with the classic line, we're better off as friends. And no, that line never worked. 
<clears throat> as fate would have it, over time, I really started to see who she was. She was more than just an annoying girl with glasses too big for her face. She was more than just a girl who would stare at me so much she could bring a hole through my cranium. She could bur bring a hole. Is it burn a hole? Yeah, it's burn a hole. Uh, she was more than just a friend who I would spend hours at a time talking with. I realized she was more than anything I could have ever imagined. She was and will always be my everything. Um, so why am I telling you guys all of this? Well, I'm planning to propose to her. Don't do it! Do it. Uh, she always mentions how... Get a prenup! Uh, she always mentions how she has never been out of the state of Georgia. Oh, so she's from the South. And she's never left? Oh, you good. You, you don't need a prenup. And get married. She, she's, as long as you give us some socks and shoes. <laughs> With the lone exception of going to New York for a church trip. I asked if there's one place she would like to go, and she said Chicago. I've had it in my head that I want to propose to her in October 2023. Also, I've been trying to see you guys live in person for three-plus years, but there hasn't been any Atlanta shows on the roster. So color me surprised when I saw you guys were performing in Schaumburg on October 19th. My plan is to fly to Chicago on the 18th, propose, go to your show the next day, all I ask is that you guys please don't cancel the show. I'll tell you one better thing we'll do. Why don't you come to Chicago, work it out with me, and then I'll allow you to come on stage and propose to her while she's in the crowd. That way, if she says no, 300 people could call her a bitch. <laughs> what's, it, what's his name? Um, Christopher Reed. Oh, Christopher Reed. It really is Christopher Reed. Yeah. But not like Christopher Reeves. Yeah, yeah, but that's it just sounded like that. Right. Uh, so yeah, man, Andy's even writing some shit down. Let's do that, man. Let's really take it up a level. Uh, come to the show, free tickets. Um, I'll make sure y'all get some free food and beverage. Uh I'll bring you out. Like you, you'll excuse yourself, like you gotta go to the bathroom. Hey, baby, I gotta go to the bathroom. Instead, somebody brings you backstage. I bring you out have somebody escort her to the front of the stage, and you could propose right there on the stage in Chicago in front of 300-plus people. And again, if she says no, we're going to all call her a bitch. Writing it down? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what I want to call this podcast because I, he, we got to make sure that she doesn't listen to this podcast. She's from the country. In the yeah, South. I'm just making sure. They don't have radios. Because if we're going to be, this is going to be talked about on the podcast, and I don't want to listen, blow the whole plan. She's not going to know about this. Okay, well, just keep her from listening to it, Christopher. Yeah, she's from uh, the South, man. She ain't got no radio. Christopher gets engaged. That's the name of the podcast. No, nah, just say, if she says no, she's a bitch. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, you can't even put that in there. I know things happen like health issues, cancellations due to things out of your control, etc. But it would make both our weeks if we could see you guys perform after a life-changing moment. Of course, things may change on my end as well. Life happens. But if all goes to plan, I really hope I will be able to see both of you guys to cap off one of the best moments of my life. Well, as Bubba famously said in Forrest Gump, uh, that's about it. Hopefully, I'll see you both I'll see both you guys soon. Until then, Christopher Reed. Can you forward that to me just so that I can yes, reach out I'll to forward him. to it right now. Thank you. Uh, I can hear the people calling in the air tonight. 
that it sounded funny to me, but it did. Uh, let me go out on this. Let me, let me just go out on this one I already read, but I already read. I just, I, I'm feeling like my juices have kind of been churning. So he said, questions for Samuel. Okay. How you get Coretta to be cool with all them side bitches? See, there's a difference between Martin projecting and Martin talking. And I actually do want to master this a little bit because in some interviews where he's just talking, it's not like Martin when he... But it's more like, you know, I found that a lot of these people will say things... Like it, it's you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's a different one's one's more of a roller coaster in the high and low. Yeah, the highs and, and lows, lows and the preaching. And this one is it's, uh, it's even there's yeah, some tone changes. Tone changes, but when he's talking, it's just you know, it's very important that all of the community we rally. So it's it's you know, so again, that's why I'm going, I don't wanna I don't wanna do it an injustice by not doing it properly. Because I remember I was in my car one time and I was kind of doing this and it's something I said, I can't remember now, but man, it tickled me to death because again, the whole idea of taking Martin Luther King, this beloved, uh, give me some more adjectives, revered yeah. preacher. He's a yeah. preacher. He's he's a man of God and love and and to make him say things. And here's what's the irony in that. Again, as I say on stage, Dr. King had side pussy. So here's the contradiction. That's against the Bible, fornication, cheating on your spouse. So for a man to be revered as this pedestal-like figure who, you know, peace, love, Mr. Do-Right, he knew what he was doing. It wasn't no coincidence. He fucked bitches on the side. So he wasn't perfect. So that's why I'm going, as I was in my car and I'm just thinking, He's talking like this, and he's describing some woman he met outside of Montgomery. And I remember that woman's posterior made my dick hard as a motherfucker. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I don't. Yeah. It just it would catch you so off guard. I want to know how he would have explained to his children, like if they said, "Dad, I heard that there's what is sex." And then have him have it. Because could you imagine that Martin Luther King is your dad and he right. had to explain sex to you? But I think, yeah, I, I think the comedy is, again, doing what would you would, him doing what you would expect him to do. And then it just a sharp turn off the rails. Yeah, yeah. You know, when two people get together and they decide to lay down and procreate to continue the life and the prosperity of human nature. And every now and then, when a man jams his... You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a but sometimes. But sometimes oh. when a man jams his cock into a woman's mouth... Only she can suck with a gobble like, I don't know what it is, but it's, I'm telling you. No, but I get it. But I just think that that, could you, but could you imagine, I, I don't know what your dad was like, but my dad wasn't the most eloquent with words. Right. But I just imagine, like, if you had a father that was, that was his job, it's just, a, right. and he has to explain shit to you. It would feel too heavy. Like, you could never ask your dad if right. that's who he was. 
Like, dude, that's why one of my favorite speeches uh, by Dr. King, just in terms of tonality, like you said, the highs and lows, certain words he used. It's the speech, the last speech he gave before he was assassinated, when he goes, uh, <clears throat> oh, we say America's be true to what you said on paper. Maybe if I lived in China or Russia or some totalitarian country, maybe I could understand the denial of basic privileges over there. Maybe I could understand the reason to deny certain social justices. But here in America, somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly, somewhere I read, has the greatest right for America's right is to protest for what's right. That, that just the way he fucking, you know, oh God, it, that, I love that fucking speech. But yeah, man. Uh, and of course, like I said, the the fact that you would, which I'm, you know, which to me is what makes, and I'm patting myself on the back, is what makes that joke so funny is because it's the, it, you're taking someone who is so revered that- Would never say these things. Would never say these things. And, and black people and white people and all people alike, and this is the power of Dr. King's reach. They're doing this. Yeah. Even as, as it's funny as hell, even they're doing that as they're laughing, but it's just to take something so sacred that one would deem untouchable, or too holy to tamper with, and you tamper with it and you make it phenomenal, that is, that is the fucking, that is it. That is Indiana Jones stealing the priceless artifact and then trying to get away and escape the cave with the running ball behind him. Yeah, I got, I got, I got one that I think would work. I don't even want to say this in the podcast. I want to tell you afterwards because I think this could be a good bit for you. I already got. I mean, you're already on it, but I, I think I got something with what you just said twisted similar. Right. We, are you want you want to give out some dates? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Oh shit, boy! Yes, we got a show tonight. What time is it? It's at seven, right? Seven. Yeah, we're right on time. What am I doing here? What am I doing? There it is. Uh, as you're listening to this, we recorded in Philly, and this week, when you actually get to view us, will be September 7th through the 10th. We're going to be at the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. September 15th through the 17th, we're going to be at Louisville Comedy Club in Kentucky. September 29th through the 30th, we're off to Kansas City Improv. October 6th through the 7th, we're at the Hartford Funny Bone in Manchester, Connecticut. October 13th through the 15th, we're going to be at the Improv in Orlando, Florida. October 19th through the 22nd, Chicago Improv in Schaumburg. October 26th through the 29th, Milwaukee Improv in Wisconsin. Uh, November 23rd through the 20th, oh, sorry, November 3rd through the 5th, Levity Live in West Nyack. Uh, November 10th through the 12th, Improv in Tampa, Florida. November 16th through the 19th, Improv, Orlando, Ontario, California. Actually, so excited about going back out there. That seems like we haven't been out there in forever. November 24th through the 26th, uh, San Jose Improv. December 1st through the 3rd, Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington. December 7th through the 10th, Magoobies in the Baltimore area. December 15th to the 17th, we're going to be at Summit City in Fort Wayne, Indiana. December 21st to the 23rd, Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. And December 28th to the 30th, wrapping up the end of our year, 
Improv in Washington, D.C. Yeah! Is that a show? Yeah, what were you going to say? You had something before you said, let me give out dates. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about it afterwards. Really? Yeah, we're going to save it. Oh, shit. Guys, um, come on out to some of these dates, man. Come on out and see us. The black and white combo. The salt and pepper, the yin and the yang. The peanut butter and the jelly. Come see us, we're a tandem. I'm his abbot to his Costello. He's my Amos to my Andy. I'm his dick to his nuts. <laughs> I was going to say, Amos to his handy. Oh, I like dick to his nuts. That's, that's pretty good. Guys, that's the show, man. Take it easy. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?